Welcome back to Extra Point right here on KDOS AM 1060. As always, follow along with us online at KDOS1060.com. And it's that time of the program here on a Friday, Friday, February 9th. We hop on out to the KDOS hotline. Kyle Soppy of Pro Football Network. Follow all of their work over at pfnbetting.com. Kyle, we finally made it. It's the last time we get to talk to you before Super Bowl 58, but it's finally here. Yeah, I mean, that's sad that we don't get to talk again. But the fact that Super Bowl is only a few days away, this is what we build all season for. Obviously, we've got, you know, seven months here between this game and week one. So we got to enjoy it. We got to hype it up. I'm excited. I don't know about you guys, but I I don't know which way this game is going to go, which makes the prop market that much more fun. Absolutely. Looking forward to trying to figure it out. And we know from talking to you last week here uh, that you're feeling really good about Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, 67 and a half yards is his number. If we dive a little bit more into the run game scheme versus the 49ers defensive scheme, it seems like running the ball will be a huge part of the success that the Chiefs can have. So does the run game extend to anyone else for you other than Pacheco? And is there anything else that you like with Pacheco uh you know pivot pivoting off of that in the screen game rushing attempts uh longest carry anything along those lines with Pacheco if we're sticking with the Pacheco Marcus I do like his over and his longest rushing attempts to get us home really to get us to that point here I mentioned it last week San Francisco's third worst in terms of defensive rush EPA this season Pacheco really not a guy that's gonna you know cure those L's here his Yards per carry after contact has accelerated over the last two months. We saw it last year, too. Over 20% increase in his yak this year. He did it last year. I expect to see more of the same, especially if this game is as close as everybody's saying. The spread's two points. So you would expect them to stay on script, to keep him involved throughout the game. I, I don't mind over on his carry, too. I mean, you're talking four, four and a half carries a quarter. It doesn't seem like a tall ask as long as his game stays tight. I'm not as intrigued in the passing game if they have the success. It's going to be on the ground, in my opinion. If they're throwing, to me, that means they're playing some catch-up, which means the dink and dunk, not so much his style. And they're going to go to Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey in the short passing game. So I would, I actually like the under on his receptions when it was at three and a half, juiced a little bit there. But I will go over in just about everything rushing, be it yard, longest carry, or attempt. I want to start, uh, at least for now, going away from the individual prop market and go to the second half total points for for this game. Uh, the under in the second half has gone – the, the total has gone under in 18 of the 20 Chiefs games this season. Does that continue on Sunday? I think there's a good chance at it. I mean, you mentioned the rates this season, and they're really – they're hard to justify, right? I mean, the totals are kind of set high because you've got Mahomes on one side. You think that a team could be playing catch-up down the stretch here and that you could get them, you know, 10, 13 points down the stretch of either garbage time or force to score – so I like where you're going here. I do think it's built into the line to a degree. Back in week 11, this trend wasn't as popular, and now that we've had two weeks to sift through everything, and we've seen Kansas City struggle. I mean, they're shut out in the second half. So, I mean, it's becoming a little bit more public. It's becoming a little bit more well-known, and it is built into the line. So I'm not jumping, you know, I'm not withdrawing from my bank account to get to this one, but I don't mind it, and I'm not going to take the over, that's for sure. 
I want to stay with the run game, but hop on over to the 49ers side of things. Christian McCaffrey's line, uh, 89 and a half yards. His receiving yards, 33 and a half yards. With the way that the Chiefs have utilized coverage on top wide receivers this season, it seems like McCaffrey will be in play a lot here. Also knowing uh, how much they use the run game scheme and how uh, the Chiefs have struggled against defending the run game scheme. So uh, how do we deplore uh, or deploy a should say uh christian mccaffrey it, it all kind of depends on the story you're telling here if you're going to tell me that the 49ers are up and obviously their favorite here not by much but if they're playing with a lead i don't see any reason why he can't go bananas here he's the best running back in the game for a reason and if he gets 18 to 20 carries which is roughly what they're projecting he's likely to break one of them and then he gets into the end zone you start catching all those props one by one it's like a domino but i think the chiefs can they can put up points here. They can make – I think Kansas City can control the ball a little bit more. They're a high-pressure defense. If that's going to be the case, the running lanes are going to be hard for McCaffrey to come by. I like his numbers if we're talking overs. I like his numbers more in the receiving game than I do the running one in this spot. I have Debo at uh, the score touchdown, anytime touchdown at plus 160. Uh, good idea or bad idea? I didn't go shopping on this. Is that a good price or not? Yeah, I think, I think that's the way to play the touchdown market. And if you got it at 160 right now, it's 135 on drafting. So you're doing all right as far as Ooh. PLV goes. But the thing I like about Debo is not only that he likely avoids Legereus Sneed on the other end, it's the versatility. He could get a handoff inside the 20. He could catch a bomb. He could catch a screen pass. He can do a little bit of everything, whereas Brandon I used a little more pigeonhole. He's a little more, bit more down the field. You've got Chris McCaffrey, obviously, but he, it's not like he's a new entity. The Chiefs are going to be focused on him with this high-pressure scheme. If they bring a blitz and like a jailbreak kind of blitz, and you get Debo in space with the ball, I don't mind that price one bit. Kyle Soppy, Pro Football Network, pfnbetting.com right here on KDOS AM 1060 in the Extra Point. Uh, there's another person that I think could have a big game here, and that's 49ers George Kittle. I know he's been limited the last couple of days on the practice report. We'll see what today's practice report has to say. But the problem with Kittle is that I'm not sure his big game is always going to translate to yards because he's asked to block and do a lot of things in that realm too. So uh, how do you see this playing out with George Kittle's usage? His number in the receiving game is 49 and a half yards. Yeah, and I like where you're headed here and that he's a little too good for his own good, right? I mean, the fact that he's a good blocker helps there. The fact that he can protect against the blitz, there's a lot of avenues here. And the fact that they have Debo and Ayuk kind of leave him. He's an all-or-nothing guy. He's a, the type of guy that either you're fading at his number or you're playing an elevator type of thing where you take his over on 45 yards, 55 yards, 65 yards. You take it all the way up. There's a prop out there floating around. Caitlin Clark of Iowa women's basketball points versus George Kittle receiving yards. If you're going to get that direction, you want to get a little cute on Super Bowl Sunday here. I like Kittle in that market. I think his upside far greater than that of a basketball player. I get that she's amazing and she could score 50, but Kittle to go over 50 receiving yards isn't that crazy. So that's, that's how I'm getting my exposure to George Kittle against Caitlin Clark. That's how you know it's the Super Bowl. <laughs> Love yeah, it. That's for sure. No doubt. All right, the Chiefs, they've scored points in their first possession in their last nine playoff games. Is there any remaining value that the Chiefs score on their first possession? No, and I'm going to go the other way here. You can get either team, both teams to punt. So whether it's the 49ers or Chiefs, it's plus 130 on their first drive in this game. I'm going to take both and hope that I hit at least one. 
understanding that that's a profit. And if I hit both, obviously we've got money in our pocket to live bet this thing. But you're talking about a Super Bowl that's largely slow out of the gates. We've seen, <clears throat> excuse me, 15 out of 20 Chiefs games this season haven't had a score in the first six minutes. So that's another bet that I brought up last week that I like this week. If that's going to catch, we're looking at punts for at least one, if not both of these teams. At plus money, you get odds like that this season in the first 10 minutes of game. These defenses combined to allow a score on only 19.4% of possessions. That's down from 31.3% in the rest of the game. So if they're going to get stopped, it's going to come early. Feeling out process, conservative passing game, all that good stuff. I think betting both teams to punt on their first possession leaves you a little bit of wiggle room and some, some nice upside for profit here. Kyle Soppy, Pro Football Network, PFNbetting.com, right here on KDOS AM 1060 in the Extra Points. Uh, so if you're looking at the quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes at 262.5 yards, Brock Purdy sitting at 246.5 yards. Patrick Mahomes has a history of throwing all over uh, the 49ers defense, but things are a lot different this year in this Chiefs team and what the strengths and what the weaknesses are. So if those numbers are, are something that you're not interested in, how about we get a little bit cute here and the props for kind of head-to-head, if you will, the first quarterback to reach 200-plus passing yards, Mahomes sitting at minus 142, Purdy at plus 116. I'll go ahead and take the plus money on that one. I do have Purdy going over his number. I've got him projected for about 270, which is a little bit over his total. I'm on par with Mahomes' projection, so that puts me at Purdy just ahead of him. And we said it coming in. If, if this is going to be – if the Chiefs are going to play with the lead here, it's going to be Pacheco early and often. If they come out with the run game going against this poor or, uh, 49ers run defense, you could see a lot of that early. And if, if Kansas City's blitzing – and bringing the heat, you look for a little dump off. The pass might travel one total yard, and it could gain 50 yards for Purdy. So I'll, I'll go ahead and take the plus money. I don't mind that. I'm going to take that in conjunction with Purdy over his number, hoping that I hit both. Kyle, something you brought up last Friday, and I think it bears repeating, and I was nodding my head out of socket when you were mentioning this last week. You have to actually take my word for that part. But uh, Mahomes winning the MVP <laughs> – uh, the, there's a better plus price on that than there is the Chiefs' money line. Then, you know, if they win, you would think that Mahomes is going to win the MVP. Is there the be- a best price out there for that for that uh, possibility? I think that it's kind of been an angle I've been playing for years now as far as the Super Bowl MVP goes. The interesting part this year is that the MVP favorite is Mahomes, like you were saying, at plus 125, which I think is a fine price. That's better than the money line, like you said, on the Chiefs. But you don't usually see the quarterback from the underdog being the favorite. Brock Purdy at 235 right now. I don't think that's a bad way to spend your money either, understanding that he plays the most important position on the team that's supposed to win the game. If you're picking the 49ers, I wouldn't mind a little bit of a roll of the dice here. 235, way better than the minus 130, 140 that you have to take to the 49ers money line. Obviously, it's not a foregone conclusion that Purdy would win MVP if the 49ers win the same way it would be with Mahomes and the Chiefs. But I think he'd be the favorite if you, if I told you the 49ers were going to win, you're probably going to, the inclination is to go with the quarterback in that spot unless McCaffrey has a historic day. But I don't mind Purdy. If you think the 49ers are going to win, I think it's uh, due diligence there to put in a pretty MVP ticket, even for small. 
Kickers, I think there's an advantage here with Harrison Butker over Jake Moody. Jake Moody has missed uh, several kicks here in the postseason, a couple of field goals and an extra point. The question also is who can be more aggressive, like Andy Reid going for some opportunities on fourth down. Kyle is a little bit more uh pertinent with going for the field goals if you will both kickers are sitting at seven and a half points what do we do here with the kickers yeah i think you capped it perfectly i mean these two kickers combined are nine for ten from 50 plus yards this season so you're looking at long kicks that could go through just to get points on the board to alleviate some of that pressure but like you said andy Reid's going to be aggressive because he knows he has patrick mahomes he knows he has that leeway and that he can go for seven and if he if you go for fourth down in close a couple of times and you miss once and then get it once and eventually score, that's going to be seven points instead of two field goals, which is six points. So I think that's Andy Reid's kind of math. Kyle Shanahan doesn't work quite that way because he doesn't have an MVP at quarterback. Let's face it, I get that Brock Purdy was in that conversation for the bulk of the season, but putting Purdy and Mahomes in the same sentence, just, it's a little off to me. So I would go with Moody in that spot. I understand he's been – up and down as far as kicking goes, but he comes with pedigree. It's a weatherproof environment. They're going to want to have points on the board, whereas I think Kansas City is a little more comfortable being aggressive, like what you said. Travis Kelsey, after a rough regular season, has been uh, reborn, I guess, here in the postseason. I saw a prop yesterday, seven and a half receptions. Over or under that? I think you got to go under. I mean, we always talk about fading the public in this spot. And there's not a more public guy in the face of the planet right now. You're dating Taylor Swift. She's coming out with albums. She's as much a story as anything in this game. His number is getting juiced up by casual money that's coming in just to bet the Super Bowl because, listen, it's the Super Bowl. Everybody wants to bet it. Everybody's got a square that they're rooting for, a specific score. They're going to vote and bet on overs because that's what the public does, and they're going to bet on the names they know. And right now the names they know are Mahomes, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift. And you can't bet on Taylor Swift. So there's only two options to bet there. A lot of over money coming in on Kelsey and his over. So quite frankly, seven and a half is a huge number. If you think the Chiefs are going to win, that's going to be a run-heavy script. If you think it's going to be close, I think it's run-heavy anyway because like what we said, that's the way you attack the 49ers. It would, ha- it would require a crazy target share or crazy efficiency, which I guess we saw last week with 11 catches, 11 targets. But it's a thin line. You've got a lot more leeway to lose that bet than you do win it by going over. Kyle Sapi, Pro Football Network. Follow all of their work getting you ready for Super Bowl 58, pfnbetting.com. Okay, so on the defensive side of the ball here, Chris Jones, Nick Bosa, they're uh, two big-time players for each respective side here. There's a together combination prop here for both of them to record at least a half a sack sitting at plus 340. Yeah, I, that one scares me because Mahomes gets rid of the ball so fast. He's so good at not taking sacks or turning small losses into big games. I I would venture away from that one. The over-under for team sacks isn't even all that high. You're talking a total of four or five sacks in total in this game with what the lines are projecting. If that comes to fruition, then you're really, you're really starting to make this a thin bet because you need your two guys to account for 20, 30, 40% of the sacks in this game. That's tough. I don't know if Mahomes goes down a single time, so I'm going to fade away from that one. Yeah, one more quick thing, and I probably should have brought this up earlier when it kind of came up, but, you know, Mahomes, uh, over the years, he's used his legs in many of these big Chiefs playoffs wins. But last year, 
His over-under rushing yards prop went from over two under when Mahomes in the victory formation took several yards yeah. backwards before taking a knee. Uh, because of that, any trepidation about the Mahomes over rushing yards? Because of that, of course there's trepidation. I don't want to be losing this game at midnight in a game that I think I had went one and he's at 30 rushing yards and my guy takes a six-yard kneel down sack for a negative rushing yard. I'm not playing quarterback rushing numbers exclusively for that. If it's going to happen, then I'll be on the under and it'll only help me. I'm not going over on Purdy at 12.5, over on Mahomes at 25.5. There's just too many things that can happen. With the 49ers, a lot of bubble coverage. I don't think they bring a lot of pressure, and that's not going to force Mahomes. He might extend plays, but I don't think he runs a ton. And if he does, I don't think he's going much over 25 and a half, and that leaves you in <laughs> that leaves you in that same spot from a few years ago where you could be, you know, in your feelings at the end of the game, at the very end of the game. It's <laughs> a good way of putting it, in your feelings. All right, Kyle, before we let you go here, uh, what are you on? 49ers minus two, Chiefs plus two. Uh, does that differ from who you think wins the game? It doesn't. I'm going to take the 49ers. I've got them winning 24 to 20. I think it's a good game. A late touchdown maybe makes a difference, and we're getting these jokes where, oh, yeah, they left them too much time, and there's like, I don't know, 27 seconds left on the clock. Mahomes can't get it done at the very end. I'll say the 49ers win. We get a David plays Goliath kind of story with Purdy over Mahomes. As always, we greatly appreciate you taking time with us all season long. It's been fantastic catching up with you, getting some winning plays. Let's uh, enjoy Super Bowl 58, shall we? Can't wait. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Once again, thanks, he, thanks for your time. This has been great. I really appreciate it. Once again, he is Kyle Soppy, Pro Football Network, PFNBetting.com.